Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, October 26, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. First responders protest COVID mandates in New York City. Ron DeSantis offers unvaxxed cops a $5,000 bonus payment to work in Florida. An anti-Biden rap song tops the charts. Cambridge University puts trigger warnings on the Wizard of Oz. Also ahead, the truth about weaponizing COVID. But first, thousands of emergency workers protesting vaccine requirements in New York City blocking traffic on the Brooklyn Bridge. Demonstrators included members of the fire department, NYPD, EMS, sanitation department, and correction officers. Outgoing Mayor de Blasio telling all public employees to either get vaxxed or go unpaid. His order applies to 160,000 workers, about 30% of the city workforce. Florida Governor DeSantis offering $5,000 to cops forced out by COVID rules in other parts of the country. Officers who relocate to the Sunshine State are eligible for one-time payment starting next year. Liberal cities like New York, L.A., San Francisco, and others all requiring the vaccine for most public employees. DeSantis, one of the first Republican governors in the USA to ban all mandates. The anti-Biden anthem. Let's go Brandon from rapper Bryson Gray is number one on Apple Music. The single beating out Adele's latest release. And the song calls for the impeachment of Joe Biden over his policies on Afghanistan, COVID, and the economy. Despite the enormous popularity of the song, YouTube is banning it from its platform, claiming the music contained, quote, medical misinformation. Let's go, Brandon, also gaining popularity worldwide, number one in Australia and the UK. Britain's prestigious Cambridge University, placing warnings on beloved children's literature, the preamble informing readers the books, quote, contain harmful content relating to slavery, colonialism, and racism. Researchers reviewed 10,000 works before slapping the disclaimer on the Wizard of Oz, Cat in the Hat, To Kill a Mockingbird, The Jungle Book, and Little House on the Prairie. Woke madness. The message, moments away. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, weaponizing COVID. It's called gain of 
function. That's when scientists tried to use a virus, not just COVID, any virus, for biological warfare. That's what happened in Wuhan, China. And apparently the USA paid $7 million to that lab in China to weaponize COVID. Now, the definition from the National Institutes of Health is this, quote, gain of function research involves experimentation that aims or is expected to increase the transmissibility of pathogens, unquote. The National Institute of Health says GOF, gain of function, is needed in order to find cures for potential biological weapons. You see what the deal is there? They make the biological weapon so they can find a cure for it in case somebody is doing that in a nefarious way secretly. That's what was happening in Wuhan, China. Well, the virus got out. COVID got out. Back to the USA. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, a subset of the National Institute of Health, NIH. Both are government agencies paid for by our tax dollars. Well, Dr. Fauci loudly denied funding the research in May of 2021. Quote, I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and the NIAID, that's Fauci's agency, categorically has not funded gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute, unquote. That's not true. Fauci misled the entire world. And Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky challenged Fauci, quote, what we're alleging is the gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. You can't get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth, unquote, Rand Paul directly to Anthony Fauci. Well, Fauci, after that, pretty much called Paul a liar. But now, a top American health official openly states the USA did fund Wuhan. Dr. Lawrence Tabak, the principal deputy director of the National Institutes of Health, says, quote, the NIH did fund gain-of-function viral research at the Wuhan Institute. So that pretty much destroys Fauci's credibility, right? But you don't hear much about that on the corrupt corporate media. Almost every night, Fauci's popping up on CNN and the other left-wing agencies. And then the press protects Fauci. How corrupt is that? Well, you now know the truth. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. 
We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 20 years ago today, President George W. Bush signed the Patriot Act into law. The anti-terror legislation gave the government broad powers to protect Americans at home and abroad. It was also one of the most controversial bills ever passed by Congress. Here is the story. Just days after jihadists killed 3,000 people on 9-11, the White House rushed to defend the country. The CIA warned as many as 250 Islamic terrorists could be hiding in cities across the USA right after the 9-11 attack. Congressional leaders worked closely with the Bush administration in crafting new laws. They drafted the USA Patriot Act, an acronym for Uniting and Strengthening America by Providing Appropriate Tools Required to Intercept and Obstruct Terrorism. That was what the Patriot Act stood for. The bill allowed the domestic surveillance of some U.S. citizens created the Department of Homeland Security, permitted the indefinite detention of terror suspects without due process, and many other drastic security measures were put into law. For the first time in history, intelligence between the CIA and the FBI would be shared. Both agencies were given access to Americans' personal, financial, and travel records. While most lawmakers voted for the bill, the Patriot Act forced a torrent of criticism. Civil rights activists worried it would curtail constitutional liberties and give the executive branch, the presidency, too much power. Since its passage, many provisions have expired, but some remain in place. And the question remains, did the Patriot Act prevent attacks? According to the FBI, the legislation did help stop at least 50 terror plots in the USA. In 2004, then-FBI Director Robert Mueller defended the bill before Congress, saying, quote, the Patriot Act has proved extraordinarily beneficial in the war on terrorism and has changed the way the FBI does business, unquote. Most counter-terror experts today say the legislation remains effective in thwarting major terror plots, but does little to stop smaller attacks like the Boston Marathon bombing. Back after this. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises, and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, 
B warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.